Lauren and I have been on a Bible study journey that we want to share with you this week in our next episode, starting with Whispers of Hope and currently being in 52 Weeks in the Word. Join us today as we tell you how we got started, what we do to hold each other accountable, and where we find grace in the process. okay to not be okay we thought we'd take some time this week to share with you a little bit more about how Laura and I got started on our kind of uh, devotional journey is that sh- what we shall call it Laura devotional yeah. bond <laughs> uh, we plan for the year of 2023 to just talk about this and share this a little bit more so we wanted to give you some backstory share with you like our resources um, and kind of I don't know, like our struggle that we've had with our own personal devotional walks that led us, I guess, in, what I say, 2017 mm-hmm. to say, like, we've got to fix this. So what was what was your devotional life like before we started in 2017? Mm-hmm. Non-existent. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking because we were, it was December. Yeah. 2017, we, like, were in a Chili's. Drinking bars. I think we were just... Why were we, were we just, I don't know why we were meeting. Megan and I's relationship has been random. Yeah. Like we started off, I met her when I was teaching at Trinity. We were friends, but then we worked together at UCF. Mm-hmm. And then you stopped working there. I don't, I don't know. We've always had multi-level relationships, but I feel like we were just together. We were having just a girl's Christmas celebration. It was like lunchtime. Yeah. It was not evening because 2017, December, we were 2016, Christian was six months old. Oh. So he was a baby. Maybe it was like our after you have a baby discussion. Oh, maybe. Could have been. But in that dinner, we both were like, oh. Yeah. Just about I'm just like, trying to remember how it came up because that was not the purpose. I think one of no. us just brought it up and the other one was like, I'm feeling the same way too. And then we were like, we should do something about it. Yeah, it's hard to be, like, church workers because we were working the UCF church around that time and, like, plan things for people and be connected in your own Mm -hmm. devotional walk. Like, I hear that from church workers all the time, and that's Mm -hmm. how I felt a lot being a DCE. Mm -hmm. But, like, I was never taught growing up how to do – I don't think the Lutheran church does that well, teaches you how to do a devotional walk. I went to Baptist school, high school. They did that a little bit better. Yeah. Well, sometimes they feel like it's a private thing. Yeah. Like something you don't always talk about is your devotional life. Yeah, no, I don't think people talk about it hardly at all. I remember when Matt and I first got married, we tried to do something together, but it it just got to like a weird and awkward place with your spouse to do it with your spouse. So mm-hmm. I've, I've done a couple things like privately and like when I, I don't know, there was one point in my life where I was like real into the liturgical stuff with the Lutheran church and I kind of was doing like morning prayer, evening prayer, but I got burnt out of that pretty You weren't dancing? I was not dancing. (laughs) I was doing like this like repetitive, I don't know, they have like Luther's morning prayer and like morning, not morning prayer, but like morning thing. I don't know. And the Lutheran hymnal that I'd done for a little bit, but. 
I know in college there was, I mean, one of the books we've done, I had that in college, so there's times that I'd reflect on yeah. that. Like, every now it wasn't consistent. When I lived in Michigan, some of the first friends that I met, they had, like, a, we were all, like, in the same position, single, young. So I think it was every other week that we met and did, like, a videos, like, we did Beth Moore video series yeah. and that kind of stuff. So I was filled that way. Then moving here, I think my first year here was just really rough with the job that I was at. And then just your first year of marriage and transitions and stuff. I wasn't, I probably wasn't really doing anything. Anything. I think it's easier to do like a Bible study piece. I did some mm-hmm. Beth Moore stuff because uh, I love Beth Moore. Um, but that's easy because like you're doing the homework and then like you're meeting together. Mm-hmm. When you're trying to like hold yourself accountable, I think it gets a lot harder. Yeah, you make excuses yeah I and got, justifications I got a lot of good ones too excuses and justifications <laughs> that'll be another episode <laughs> but yeah so that's how kind of we started this whole thing is we need to get it together so our plan was we're going to choose the same book we're going to do the devotion and then we are still people that use snapchat I don't know if it's cool or not but I I think that's the way only way people teens communicate right yeah, now I, heard, I thought I had heard something that it faded off but you have teenagers, so you would know more than I. I have one teenager that uses Snapchat. The other one uses Discord for gaming. Just saying. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> but we just snap each other after we do our devotion. Yep. And most of the time it's in the morning because that's when we can find the time to do but it. Sometimes but sometimes if we're traveling or whatever, like you've done it like while David's driving in the car, I know. I, I saw a Probably. couple of those. Yeah. But it's just, and it's not even, I don't ever think that it's been a place of like, judgment because we both have fallen back or fallen behind yep. and it's never I've never been like whoa Megan is really behind and I don't think that's what we want it to be because I think if either of us ever had said anything harshly I don't know we if wouldn't. we would have done it and yeah. I think it's enough that like you and I are very similar in the fact that if we haven't done a devotion we'll leave that red bubble there as a reminder yeah, I won't it. look so at yours like until a, I've done mine. It's just like a subtle reminder of like, oh, Megan did this. I need to do mine kind of thing. And that kind of accountability. We, Every now and then we discuss it. Every now and then. Every now and then. But it's not very often. So it's just kind of like our own personal devotion with the accountability. Built. Yeah, like I see like your snaps as like a gentle nudge. If I skipped it and like you snap me. I'm like, ah, I got to get to that. It's not mm-hmm. like a, I don't know, that sounded like it was a heavy weight. But it's not a heavy weight. It's just like that little nudge of like, hey, if I'm feeling crappy today, I didn't do this. I like, I missed this in my routine like mm-hmm. I would normally do. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It's been good. I think that there's times that I wish in my life I would do more with what I'm reading. Like sometimes I think the accountability is good, but then I just put this pressure on myself and so I just blaze through it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... I don't really know what I just read this morning or how to apply it. I mean, we've been doing this for five years. I feel like we should be super spiritual people, but we're not. (laughs) This morning, uh, because, okay, so right now, Laura and I are doing the whole read through the Bible. I think we shared that in our last podcast. Laura had this great idea that we should read the Bible, which is a wonderful idea. But this morning's reading was God giving direction on building a tabernacle. It was the most, like... Three chapters worth of it. Yes, like this many cubic feet and this many cubic feet and this in gold and this in silver and mm-hmm. I don't know. It was a little like, bleh. It's blah reading it, but then those are the times that I'm like, I wish I had like a, what is it, concordance or whatever. Yeah. Because I'm like, there's a reason God was this specific. Yes. Like there's a reason. I just don't know what it is, but I also don't have the time to go look it up. 
kind of thing. Because <laughs> I only allotted 20 minutes yeah. for you, God. And you're at your max time. <laughs> These chapters are a little bit longer than the other ones. <laughs> no. Okay, so the first book we did was Beth Moore. I'm a huge Beth Moore fan. I love all of her. Uh, that was probably one of my faves that we did. It was called what? That one was Whispers of Hope. Yeah. That was a good one. Um, I will share all these. We talked about this. I'll share yeah. them on social media and put them in the description. That was a good one because she gave you, that one came with a journal inside, reflect on, but she gave you the strategy for reflection. So she used like, after each devotion, you use the same, um, she did praise. So mm -hmm. you, or yeah, praise. I think it was praise. It was an acronym. So it was like, you give God a praise, then you repent. Then you acknowledge him, then you ask for him to intercede, and then equip, maybe? Maybe. I don't think you like you spelled praise there, but it was something around that. I did. That. P, pray. P. What's the I? Oh. <laughs> intercede, inter, inter. Oh, okay. Like yeah. you're asking him to yeah. do something, yeah. So that was like a good one as like you're starting off of like, okay, these are my guidelines. Mm -hmm. And I had, I use that in other devotions, like as we move forward of like, okay, this is what I can praise for. Like especially the ones like, that you couldn't really find something to reflect on. You're like, okay, what can I praise God for? What do I need to repent for today? I would say when we're doing it, we always have like a book and a journal if the book doesn't provide a writing space. Mm -hmm. um, and so a, a couple times you bought us like a journal. Remember you bought like a really specific... We did like a prayer journal yeah. one time. So for, I think for both of us, like writing it out... Mm -hmm. And then we'll send a Snapchat pic of either what we read or what we wrote with like a little, I don't know, a little like summary, mm -hmm. like a takeaway thought. That's been helpful. That's kind of evolved for a little bit. Mm -hmm. I used to do like all these fun filters on my devotion when I sent it to you. <laughs> I gave that up. Now you just snap. <laughs> now I just send a snap of the thought. But Beth Moore was our first one. And we did ones where we were like um, 30 days or 100 days. Then we got a little ballsy and went, we had two books we went for a year, right? Yeah, we did the solo, which is like, it accompanies like the message version of the Bible. Yeah. So that one is was our other like Bible, Bible one. Mm -hmm. But I don't think either of us really read what we were supposed to read. We just kind of did the devotion. <laughs> if there's I an do... option to like read a whole chapter yeah. of the Bible and read the devotion, I'm just reading the devotion. Which I think that's what it was because yes. it was like a lengthy chapter or two and then a devotion. Yeah, we skipped the Bible. <laughs> we just read people's. And that's why we're doing the Bible right now. <laughs> and then we also did The Mockingbird Volume 2. I loved that one. That Daily was not Grace. my favorite. You didn't like it? No, but I could see why you would. It's kind of my jam. Yeah. It's a very, like, I don't know, thought-provoking. It's, it's not deep. an easy it's, read. It's, it's deep. Not a, yeah, it's yeah. deep. Not that I'm not a deep person. I just don't think it was, like, always my language. That one was interesting, though, because it was, like, different authors each day. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't, like, the same right, perspective. perspective. So yeah. some of them I did really like, and I got out of it because it was the way I learned the other ones. That one's mm -hmm. done by Mockingcast. They have a pretty cool, I go back and forth if I like it or not, but they have a, a good podcast mm -hmm. that's pretty deep that people listen to. People. Not a company. Like me. I don't know. Like our listeners. <laughs> like our listeners. Probably not. Um, no, that one was good. What, what's some of the other ones that you liked? Um, I think the, one of our my favorite ones, I just wrote down who wrote it, was what we finished right before Christmas. And that was by Ellie Holcomb. She's a singer. Mm, um, yeah. Fighting Words. 
And that one was written very recently because she even talked about COVID in it. Yes. And so both of us had like reflected like, this seems like a little too soon. But like, I don't know. It was just very, I guess to me, powerful and fitting for the stage of life. Yeah. That I'm in. Like, she talked about motherhood and just the different struggles that women have and life as a Christian. It definitely wasn't fluffy. Like, we've done a couple where I'm just like, ugh. Like, yeah. just fluffy and, like, not pushing you at all. Yeah. I think we both kind of like it when it, I don't know, makes, makes us think. think. Yeah. Yeah. And hers were also, I mean, not justifying it, but we did that towards the end of, it was right before Advent because we attempted mm-hmm. to do an Advent one. So it's like as at the advent we one. bolted. Um, I think that was when life is getting busy, and the, so those were short but like impactful. Yeah. So see if we get them done quick. Maybe we'll try it again someday. It was good because the advent one followed. Oh yeah. You know those weeks. Yeah. And I think that's like important things that I blow by, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. But we've also done like ones. Um, I mean, I don't think any of these books are like crazy expensive. But we've no, also I done, ordered most of them on Amazon. Yeah. We've also done free ones on the Bible app when we're looking to, like, fill a few days or something different. And there's some good ones on there. I was doing one before we started reading the Bible just to try to be consistent that I enjoy. And that one gets you in the scripture, then it gives you a devotion, and it's I all right there on did, your phone. There's another one I think we tried for a little bit, the She Reads Truth one, like, that comes to you through email. Did we oh, do that yeah, one? Yeah. It? So, I it might have been one of the Bible studies. Could have been. I think there's so many resources out there for devotional pieces. Most of the ones that we do are a woman, wouldn't you say, that's yeah. writing it? I think in Daily Grace and Solo, I don't know that they were always women authors. No. Like, I know Daily Grace has some men authors. <clears throat> um, but I do think when you're, like, looking for that, you have to find something that that grabs your attention. Yeah. We did one that was, like, find rest, and I feel like that one was specifically towards motherhood yeah and finding peace in that Mm -hmm. I I think also you need to find a tone of an author that you can relate to like I'm always drawn to Beth Moore because of that and actually there's a woman in Daily Grace she does their podcast too that I just love because she just I don't know she just does it like it is yeah that's kind of my jam yeah in that what's your routine like how do you do your devotion in the morning what does it look like for you it looks different every day. It depends on... Yeah. Like, this morning, I didn't get up and work out. Normally, I work out and then do my devotion. Um, in our new house, we have, like, this little nook that could fit, like, a little table, but then we have another area, like, not that far away from our dining room, and it's all just very open. So, when we moved in, we thought that we would be eating in the dining room area, and I was like, this could be my little devotion area, and I can sit there in the morning, and, like, at our old house, I'd always, like, almost do it in the dark. Mm Because any sort of light would, like, shine into the kids' rooms. And they'd be like, someone's awake. And then they'd come out and join me. But uh, that area, I'm going on a tangent, has actually become where we eat. Because it's just more intimate. Yeah. But it is kind of nice. I mean, once I work out, I'll come down. I'll do my devotion. And then eventually the kids normally wake up while I'm, like, finishing it up. And I think part of me gets annoyed. Because then they come out and they're like, what are you doing? What are you talking about? What are you this? You write so fast. How do you, like, what are you saying? And I just want to be like, this is my time. Yeah. But they're seeing me do it. And they're yeah, like, it's a tricky balance. And they're I they know it's a part of my routine. Lucy will come out and like if I'm not doing my devotion, she'll be like, I saw your devotion books. Where were you? <laughs> kind of thing. So they they know 
That's good language that's for her a, to have. Yeah. So that's my routine. Yeah. I think for me, it's always been, I do it before I even get out of bed. It's like right next to my bed. I do it before I even get out of bed. Um, usually in the dark. I mean, my children are not getting up until I yell upstairs, so it doesn't matter. But for a while when they were younger and Matt and I were trying to do a devotional routine before we started, I would literally say, I'm going to my room to do my devotion, close and lock my door, and, like, you have to leave me alone for a little bit. And so I think sometimes putting boundaries around it that way mm-hmm. isn't horrid. I also remember, like, I don't know what book we were on, but I was really struggling with being so irritated in the morning that I would, like, lay in my bed, do my devotion, pray that I wouldn't be irritated with the kids, get up and not 20 minutes later find myself yelling and and I'd walk back in the room and see the devotion book on the bed and I'd be like dang it I can't even do it for 20 minutes it was so frustrating um it is interesting to look back I've saved I don't know if you have but I've saved all my journals I don't know what I'll do with them but it is interesting to like look at the different patterns and reflections Mm -hmm. and times where like things are really good but how many times I've said like God, I've been doing this for a while now. Like, when is something going to, like, soak in? Like, instead of being, like... But it's hard because you do your devotion. Like, even if you carve out the time for it, like, mm-hmm. even longer than 15 minutes, as soon as... Like, with kids, as soon as your day gets going, you're making lunches, you're making breakfast, you're making this, you're getting yourself ready, and you just get caught up. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard not to in this. And I I think it'll become easier. Maybe. What will make it become easier? I don't know. Not having kids in the house. <laughs> I well, when see, they don't like you, I mean, yeah. it helps. <laughs> I do see, like, when my grandma came to visit, I know my mom was, like, telling her, you don't need to bring all of your devotion books. And I'm sure Laura has a Bible that you could borrow because she would sit and, like, she was staying in Christian's room and she had, like, two or three books on her nightstand and she did borrow a Bible. Like, she didn't bring hers. But normally when she, like, travels to, like, my parents' house or wherever... She just brings her whole stack of things. And I'm like, that's really cool. But she also has a different time pace. than yeah. I do. Well, in pace of life. I remember, too, like when I was traveling a lot and, I was, and we were doing that solo book and it was huge, or even the Daily Grace. And I was like, my gosh, I don't want to keep yeah. bringing this. And you're like, Megan, just take a couple pictures of the days that you're going to be gone. And I was like, brilliant. I yeah. never even thought about it. There was one time where we traveled together. And I think yeah. we both took pictures <laughs> And we were in the same hotel room. I don't know what I was doing. But then all of a sudden, I no, but I, what was I doing in the hotel room? And all of a sudden, I get a snap from Megan, and I'm like, You were doing the devotion? <laughs> we could have done it together. That would be weird. But, but prioritizing it, it's hard when you travel. It is hard. A lot. And on the weekends when your routine is yeah. off. But going back to what you were saying about like getting up, or what I was saying too, I remember in high school, I was at a Baptist high school, and one of the teachers was like, why don't you just try when you do your devotions in the morning, like don't say amen and try to continue to have a dialogue with God all day long. And I was like, oh, well, that would be interesting. And I, I, the thoughts popped up, or, and I've tried it a couple of times of like, I'm not going to say amen. I don't honestly always take the time to pray at the end of my devotion, if I'm being honest, unless the devotion prompts me to. Um, but also like, how could you continue that dialogue throughout the day? I mean, my dialogue would be very colorful and like, Right now, like, what the heck are you doing? I don't understand you, and you're really pissing me off. Um, but could you continue that dialogue throughout the mm-hmm. day? Do you pray at the end of your devotion? Like, right now, or not? <clears throat> no, maybe on the days where it asks us to. Yeah. But you know what I always thought was cool from today after building the tabernacle? I guess my reflection was, and it kind of goes along with that, is that 
it was so specific. Like these are, mm-hmm. this is how you do this. Then you build this curtain and this is the holy and this is the holiest of holies and this is the holiest holies of holies holies. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, but it, my reflection kind of led me to that Jesus' death took all that away and we can come to God as colorful as we want to be right? because all those barriers are broken down. Like I think as cl- God, the God of the Old Testament, I don't totally understand. Like, I don't really he, like him at times. Yeah, either. it's just very hard how, like, regiment he is, but then it just shows how much grace was brought into the world through Jesus and how many barriers were broken down. And so I think he just enjoys that we're talking to him, even if it is a little bit chaotic, colorful and whatever, just, like, living yeah. the day with him. And that now I can just, like, lay in my bed and talk to him when, like, before they had to, like, kill a lamb and throw this blood everywhere and... Yeah, and splattered on themselves. I know. When Moses came down and splattered blood. I'd be like, oh my gosh, and what, what is like, happening to me? I don't think we've gotten to it, but don't they have to like tie a rope around the ankle of the priest if he, when he goes in and meets with God? Because uh, if he drops dead, they need to pull him yeah. out. And like now we like we just have full access, but yeah. we don't always take advantage of it. Yeah, that is the thing about the Holy of Holies we were reading today. That's a good good connection because I was struggling reading that. Like, what do you want me to do with this, God? Like, what, what's your point here? Yeah. I'm really glad I just spent 20 minutes reading how <laughs> specifically to build a tabernacle for you that they have to carry around in the desert that has to be... For 40 years, because they haven't heavy. even started wandering yet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they haven't even really messed up. <laughs> no, but I think you, I think we've shared our difficulties, but I do think we both have seen benefits. Yeah, what's been the benefits for you? I think in, in, a, in parenting... It's more on the forefront. Like, just a Christ-filled house has been more on the forefront of my mind. Okay. Kind of thing. And my reflection, I think there's times where it's been brought me peace when life mm-hmm. is a little bit chaotic. Like, and there's just, there's just been days where I'm like, I really needed that message. There's definitely been days where it's like, wow, that totally connected yeah. with what I didn't know was even going to happen today. Yeah. I was thinking, too, when we were looking back on the dates, like, we did, we had started that before I became executive director. And I know through that time having that habit and like some of the decisions and just the stressors that come with the job is like, that's been a good habit to have. And when I fall away from it, because I definitely have fallen away and come back and fallen away and come back, like it hasn't been this beautiful everyday kind of thing. Um, Summers are hard for us. Yeah. Anytime it's not like, anytime I lose my routine, yeah, I think Christmas it gets break hard. Or, yeah. 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 But I think, yeah, the benefit has been not, I would say, honestly, not just the devotion, but, like, us having the accountability and, like, Mm -hmm. knowing that, like, you're not perfect at it either and the expectation that I don't have to be perfect at it either is, like, Mm -hmm. super important. And sometimes we read the same thing and I was like, how did Lori get that from that? I'm sure you're like, what is making No, I I love your reflections. I think they're so much deeper than mine. They're not. I think we're just in, like, different phases of life, too. Yeah. So, all right, so if somebody wants to get started doing this, what would be our suggestions? Find a Chili's. <laughs> get a couple margaritas. <laughs> two for one. Not all Chili's are two for one. Do you know that? Are you kidding? I don't, I think we, I went somewhere and they weren't. We're like, we'll take two mar- the two for one margaritas. They're like, I don't have that. What? I don't know the last time I ate at Chili's though. Anyway, find Chili's, get some margaritas <laughs> and some chips and salsa. And No, I think you have to find a friend that is... Maybe similar, maybe. I mean, we're we're different people in a lot of ways, but. 
But somebody who maybe has a similar path in some ways. Yeah. And I mean, this doesn't even have to be. You don't even need it. Some people might hold themselves accountable really well. Like, how do you do that? I don't know. (laughs) I said some people. I didn't say us. (laughs) Yeah, that's not us. No, I, I think... And if you're not having somebody who's doing the same thing as you, at least somebody who, like, is checking in on you with it. I think accountability is pretty key. It is, yeah. And it could just be, you know, texting. It doesn't have to be every day. No. That's just what works for us, for our accountability. And like you said, when we started this last one of reading the Bible, I loved your text. You were like, and we don't have to always be doing the same day. And if we get ahead or behind from each other, it's fine. Like, and so I think you have to approach it with that. grace atmosphere otherwise it becomes a thing that defeats you Mm -hmm. if you're trying to keep up and like so like when we started that solo one I think we started in a March and I was like okay we'll finish this like you know next June maybe because we're not gonna be perfect at this yeah no we I think we tried that one I think it was past that one that we really accepted (laughs) (laughs) okay it took us like two years to give ourselves grace (laughs) yeah I don't I'm trying to, like, put my thoughts into words. I think living as a Christian is becoming harder and harder in this world, as cliche as that might sound. And I think that's maybe why we're going to be spending more time on this podcast talking about what we're reflecting on. Yeah. Because I do think that that's carried me through different, just, like, it's hard. Like, this world is going against God in every single, like, way, it seems like. And it, will, it is very hard to not fall into the sink of what the world is doing right. if you're not pulling yourself away from it. And I do think our devotions have done that for us. At least for me. I will reflect on that. Like, it, it grounds me. It brings me back. It doesn't make me, like, as frustrated or as angry. And it's almost, like, reassuring in a way. Especially, like, I know that we're going to pull stuff out of the Bible this year. But some of when you read other people's reflections, you realize, okay, I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. Like, there are other people that are believers, they're probably even stronger believers than me, that are living in this way. Like, I'm not on my own. It makes me go back to when we we started Live UCF at, at UCF campus, and we were like, we don't want you to live in a bubble, right? But our devotions, like, we want to be part of this world mm-hmm. and understand the things that go in the, go on in this world. But our devotions help us keep that connection to God of like, I just think it's been comforting in the last couple of weeks to be, to look at all the crazy evil things that went on in the Old Testament and compared to things that go on today, like, and know that God had a plan throughout it and mm-hmm. they couldn't see it at the time. Like, that's so reassuring for me. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I want to live in this world and be in this world, but also be connected to somebody who's not part of this world that can, you know, I always imagine him like, floating above us, operating on a different timeline, having everything in control while down here it feels like things aren't in control. And that just, I don't know, it just helps in some ways. It doesn't make everything perfect, Mm -hmm. but it helps us have that, like, lifeline connection piece there. So, yeah. If you need help in a devotional walk or don't know where to get started, we're going to share our resources for our devotional books that we've done. Um, Definitely from a woman's perspective. Um, so encourage you, um, Google some things that, you know, might connect with you, try out some things, but I think there's been a couple that we started and I'm like, dude, I am not. Yeah. We did another this. Beth Moore one that neither of us were like, yeah, and we quit not, it about like, halfway through. I don't even that. It was yeah. We didn't like get halfway. <laughs> so again, like give yourself grace, 
find an accountability partner, find a resource that works for you. Um, open up your Bible and read. That's not a bad idea. It, it can be a little daunting, but. There was one. I, I'll post her um, book too. I think where this we got this idea, but then we kept, I think we had started Mockingbird because mm-hmm. I had went to um, a women's retreat at church and this lady just, she was the one that really pushed, like, you need to be in the Word. Like, devotions are great, but, like, you interpret and you hear God in a different way. But she has a book that kind of helps you, like, guide you through, like, is it, might be one of the Johns, either John or first, second, or third John or something. But I haven't done it because I was like, oh, we should do that with Megan, but now we're just going to go full on to the Bible. Um, but I'll post that, too, just because yeah. if you need a place to start for the Bible, some that may work for some people. Other people appreciate, like, the devotional thoughts where they don't have to think as much yeah where people summarize it for you yeah and if you know any summary of the last three chapters that we just read in exodus on building a freaking tabernacle let me know <laughs> actually bethmore has a really good one on it um but yeah so wrap up thoughts let's do it <laughs> no i think we have I, I don't think we would have lasted this long if we didn't see the benefits we're starting what you're Five. Three? Five. No, three. If you bought a book in 2017. It's 2023. Did we start at the end of 2017? I thought you said January 2017 is when you bought it. That's oh, yeah, like yeah. Six yeah. years. Six? Right? 2023 minus 17 is six. <laughs> You're dead the accountant. I can't do the math. <laughs> yeah. So we we're wouldn't starting have... year six. This is year number six. Okay, we're starting year six. We wouldn't have kept it going if there wasn't a benefit for sure. Yeah. And I share with people all the time that we do it. And you can follow LCS on Instagram and Megan hops on a couple times a week, shares her thoughts. I don't got one today on the tabernacle. <laughs> I got nothing. I got absolutely nothing on the tabernacle today, so we'll figure it out later. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow something will hit me. But yeah. So find somebody, an accountability partner in some way, grab a devotional book, or just get started on your own. We'd be happy to hold you accountable too. Um, follow us on Instagram and we can share our thoughts as we walk through the book. Laura will post the book that we're in now. It's called The Bible, but we also have like an accompanying <laughs> book that's like helping us walk through it. So thanks for joining us. We hope this is encouraging for you in some way. But I think through it all, just remember to give yourself grace as you're, you know, committing to doing something and know that you're not going to always do it perfectly. Yeah. And God does not intend you to do it perfectly. Either. So... Have a great day and we'll talk with you soon.